indigenous elders were rallying outside the United Nations demanding that the Vatican, which means the Church of England as well, be expelled from the General Assembly of the UN. Because um, one thing that the Queen did in 2010, she signed what's called the Hollywood Agreement with Pope Benedict, uh, who we subsequently forced out. But that agreement set out the terms for the Anglican Church to go back into the Church of Rome, which was a violation of her coronation oath but it also meant that really though after 2010 those two churches are one and the same so yeah he did he nullified the entire leadership of the knights of malta and took over their their organization and during september that was to grab their money it's no the point is that it's their whole system is now teetering because all of this has come out and people have, gra have gradually learned all this stuff With the global economy being in shambles and central bankers moving towards a reset, it's never been a better time to protect your wealth by owning precious metals. Contact Andy at milesfranklin.com. Tell him Sarah sent you. He promised me he will guarantee you the lowest price anywhere in the country. Remember, email Andy at milesfranklin.com and tell him Sarah sent you. It's never been a better time to protect your future than now. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. This is a bombshell interview that I did with Kevin Annett. He's just so great. There's so much information here that I did not know, and I assume a lot of you didn't know as well. Lots have been going on in September, and it's I can't believe how many things are going on. It's pure chaos, actually. It's important that we stay focused and you know, on the high priority items and, and know what they're doing, know what's going on in the world. But at the same time, prepare for your family, prepare for yourself, and just use this as information so that we can be defensive in what they're doing. And then, of course, be offensive in creating a parallel free society. I mean, we cannot, we don't need these guys. I mean, why do we need them? Of course, we need to live in a society. We need to live around people and have access to things but these parasites that are doing so many bad things to humanity we don't need them but we do have to defend ourselves against them and get rid of them frankly somehow purge them from having any kind of influence so that being said i want to remind you about our google versus the people lawsuit we're getting much closer at getting it funded but we this phase funded, but we're going to need more as we go. And of course, I'm going to be going out and tapping on doors of bigger donors and all sorts of stuff. But uh, we are almost done with this phase and we are just using what we have with our limited audiences. I'm really happy, though, because the others in this lawsuit have really joined in and have helped raise money. So I, you know, I feel that this lawsuit, Google versus the people, is more pure. I know there's a lot of, uh, or there's a couple, there's not a lot, there's a couple states now that are doing discovery and doing some really great work at the freedom of speech for their state, and it's great. But it's still political, it's still state government. I don't trust state government or federal government. This is the people against the government. And I think that is pretty powerful. And we are in the forefront of this. And we, we're we not going to let up because it's that important. And more and more people are realizing how important this case is. And so I want you to mark your calendars, October 17th. It's coming up at 9.30 a.m. in the morning Pacific time. And ironically, it'll be aired on 
YouTube, but we're not sure if they're going to cap how many people can watch it or not. So if they do that, we will figure out a way for you to be able to watch it because it's posted on some of the government sites and things. So our attorney will be able to get that for us. And I also want to tell you that I have a solutions document, which we created as a labor of love. I did it with Dr. Joe and by and other doctors. And, you know, I became obsessed after a while because I, this, not after a while, like right away when we were learning what these vaccines were doing to people and how much harm potentially. And so if you have a loved one or yourself that needs information on how to prepare, you know, protect yourself, because I'm hearing more information from doctors and people in ER and urgent care nurse practitioners telling me that things are really getting bad. And so I just, you know, share this document there. It's probably not the end all be all. We did put a lot of work in being a holistic approach to it. We have some significant advanced science, more that the mainstream medical community just won't understand or embrace. They don't understand it, but it's hard science. It works with frequency, with quantum physics, ozone therapy. These things work. So look into it and maybe it's a thing in your tool shed but their link is below and i just really invite you to look at that and know that you know these are really good solutions the mainstream media is still advertising the vaccine for god's sake so they're not going to be on top of helping people anytime soon you're going to be going to the other doctors who are not on the bus of medicine as dr glidden says the doctors who are the chiropractors and holistic doctors and the ones that are doing frequency modalities and those who are embracing the the future of a medicine frankly it's where things are going so look at that if you can and then the last thing go to my website sign up for my newsletter and please look at my affiliates because that's how I support this show so let's get into this really good conversation with Kevin Annett Hi, Kevin. Welcome back to the program. Hi, Sarah. Good to be back as always. Yeah, this is going to be good because the queen died. There's so many more things behind the scenes that people don't understand. And there's so many conspiracy theories out there. It'll be good to put some of this stuff into context. Now, what we're going to talk about seems absurd and conspiratorial, but these are not. These are facts that have been collected over decades of what's going on. And it's really based in a lot of work and good resources. That's why I wanted to talk to you because when I see all these conspiracy theories, or yeah. I should say, I don't even want to use that word. When I see the disinformation that's out there, um, it's really uh, it's really sad because there's so much of it right now. Well, that's what you do when you're in court. You, you flood the court uh, with false information, the paper trail, they call it, to distract from the real evidence. So I see that happen all the time. Well, and that's what's happening right now in just massive yeah. ways. And the thing is, is that the fake evidence and the, the, the disinformation is more interesting oh, yeah. in, in a lot of Mentally. times. Yeah, it's yeah. way more interesting and it's just out yeah. there and kind of cool to listen to. And it's just holy crap, even though the real stuff is pretty out there. Um, it's a little bit frustrating to watch people easily be taken in by that. And um, so we just have to keep doing the best we can to get information out there. Right. So I want to ask you, the queen died and the timing was quite weird, you know, because it's such a big spectacle that they time those scenes, things, I think. I mean, it seems like the queen might have died a month ago and they time it so that they can do what they need to with it. Well, I, yeah, that's all true. And I don't think it's accidental that she dies two days before 
which is the date that indigenous elders were rallying outside the United Nations demanding that the Vatican, which means the Church of England as well, be expelled from the General Assembly of the UN. Because um, one thing that the Queen did in 2010, she signed what's called the Hollywood Agreement with Pope Benedict, uh, who we subsequently forced out. But that agreement uh, set out the terms for the Anglican Church to go back into the Church of Rome, which was a violation of her coronation oath. But it also meant that really though, after 2010, those two churches are one and the same. So if the Vatican's about to be expelled from the UN under indigenous pressure, obviously all of this other stuff that the Elizabeth herself was personally implicated in, like the abduction of those 10 children from the Catholic Kamloops School in 1964. So, you know, I, it, it certainly would have been convenient for Charles uh, not to have the old lady who was the prime witness to be hanging around when that broke at the UN, right? You know, because that broke and because all this stuff, you know, broke at the UN, then they died two, be two days before that was going to happen. Did that not happen at this point? Did which not happen then? Did the UN the not take up the resolution to, uh, oh. you know... Yeah, can you talk about that? On the contrary, in fact, there's movement happening now because of it. Uh, just a bit of a background for yeah, folks. Yeah, give that us a background. That explains the, the the fact that yesterday as well, Charles himself has been summoned to answer questions before a human rights tribunal. We'll get into that. But uh, started back in, well, of course, it started a long time ago, but the most immediate uh, event was on July 29th after Pope Francis Jorge Bergoglio goes to Canada under the smokescreen of giving an apology for the residential school massacre, he uh, meets with the Chinese in July 23rd in Prince Rupert and underwrites the Chinese economic grabbing of North America to almost a trillion dollars. 780 billion was promised. Then as he's leaving the country, Bergoglio says, oh yes, it was genocide. And people are saying, why does he admit it at that point? Well, what's interesting is at that point under international law, the Vatican can be sued and really their assets seized as an admitted genocidal organization. It's called the Transnational Criminal Organization Act. It means if there's a criminal body, you can seize their assets. Why would Bergoglio do that? Well, what the Vatican lawyers did was say, okay, we now have to seize all the assets. And under Chinese pressure, uh, you know, they obviously had to hide the assets where the courts couldn't reach it. And see, the same thing happened in Canada when the residential school uh, lawsuits began. All of the churches moved out of their big offices. They buried their assets so that, that, you know, it's legal advice. So the money can't be grabbed by the, the plaintiffs who were suing the church. So we think it was a ploy because right after that, the Pope announced, okay, all money in the Catholic church has to be in the Vatican bank no later than September 30th. And people are going like, what's going on here? Well, the Chinese obviously want that money guaranteed. So the order went out to Bergoglio, look, make sure that that money is going to come through. That really was a device whereby they could centralize all the money in the Vatican Bank to provide it to China. And that's generally what, what's going on. But, you know, that short-term goal uh, really was stupid because it, um, didn't really, it didn't take into account the huge effect that we have on the Catholic Church. Because now people are in an uproar. He uh, nullified the Knights of Malta, which is a big organization in the Catholic Church with a lot of money. He wanted to grab their assets, so he uh, did away so with the did leadership. He? Of it. Yeah, he did. He nullified the entire leadership of the Knights of Malta and took over their, their organization. And during September, that was to grab their money. It's, it, you know, the, 
it, it's the it's ultimate incredible. following the money. Yeah, and and the church in, is in a total uproar. The the Ratzinger faction is loving it because it's it's you know kind of fueling their attempt to get rid of Bergoglio. But the bigger picture is that it now implicates the Crown of England and the, the Church of England in a huge way because the Bank of uh, England and their assets, of course, are heading in the same direction towards Beijing. Charles is going to ensure that. Um, you know, he's already made moves, uh, just like Bergoglio did when he came in to counter Ratzinger's bad image. You know, Charles is talking about having a new image for the crown, uh, a more open monarchy, you know, all of this nonsense. But that's just, uh, again, smokescreen to cover the fact that he and the Vatican are very m now not only implicated, but with the move by the elders and others, it means all of their, their assets and properties can lawfully be seized. And it's given a huge impact. Uh, impetus to everything we've been doing, right? Well, the reset's happening too, and Charles is fundamental in that. He's very supportive of this reset. And so moving all this money to China, I think this could be a multi-agenda thing. They usually have oh, yeah. multiple agendas going on at the same time. And, and so maybe coming clean on the genocide, maybe, and then transferring it to China anyways, maybe it's just a way to put all this behind them. Well, also, don't forget that under the law, when you're signing contracts, any outstanding issues between people affected by that have to be resolved. And, for example, if there's outstanding issues about buried uh, Native children, mass graves, that can be raised by people and might upset the contracts being signed. And they knew that. That's why Bergol, uh, the other purpose of him, quote, admitted to genocide is now they can say to the lawyers, oh, no, this issue has been dealt with. We've admitted it. You know, you need all the ducks in order in order for, for the money to be guaranteed. It's always about the contracts and the lawyers. And so that's really what's behind a lot of this. But it's opened a huge uh, can of worms because, of course, Charles was just summoned to appear before a special tribunal that's been set up. Because here's the other piece that's happened. The, when the indigenous elders went to the UN, they immediately met with a Nicaraguan delegation. Because last year, Nicaragua expelled the Vatican from its country. They expelled the papal nuncio because the Vatican was uh, funding the political opposition in Nicaragua to overthrow the government. So the government handed the papal nuncio his walking papers. They, the elders knew that. They went to the Nicaraguan government, and Nicaragua is sponsoring this move at the UN to reopen the, uh, the deaths that occurred in the, the Kamloops Residential School. Because don't forget, that's where the queen abducted these 10 children from that William Coombs witnessed. William Coombs' name is now all over the world. We had over 50,000 hits in one day on this story. It's, it's been, uh, the media are picking it up. Uh, and his murder at St. Paul's Hospital, at, uh, just before he was to give testimony about the queen stealing those children. Now, Charles is going to be asked, how much did you know? Were you involved in that? Uh, were you aware of the Queen giving authorization for Anglican children to be used in drug testing experiments that caused their death? That's the Pfizer-GlaxoSmithKline link with the Crown. I mean, you know, all of this is, is now going to be uh, asked to Charles in this tribunal. And if he doesn't show up, he's in, uh, convicted himself. He's, a, he's not challenging what's being said about him under the law, right? Well, and my understanding is that Charles may be worse than the Queen. And he definitely is on record as far as the depopulation and wanting to, you know, do this reset with the World Economic Forum. Now, when you look at all this stuff, it seems like they're aligning with China, but are they 
now how I see I want to understand this Chinese Vatican, you know, City of London relationship. Who is yeah. the leader and are they have they positioned themselves to be in control of China or the other way around? Well, that's the th- when you're dealing with this when you're dealing with this whole corporatocracy, this global power, there isn't one leader. It's it's a machine. And the 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 leaders are figureheads, they're the hand puppets. Um, but I'm going to get to that. But just before you mentioned about, um, you know, the the ninth circle, the, the cultic activities of these royal families. That's one of the points in the letter being sent to the, it really, it was a, a notice to appear. He has to appear at this special tribunal that convenes on November 1st, probably in London, England. And one of the points in there is he's been asked what his knowledge is of the Ninth Circle, because don't forget, Prince Philip was a major participant in the Ninth Circle sacrificial cults. We have, you know, two eyewitnesses, uh, Tos Nienhaus and Anne-Marie von Bienberg, both saw him, Ratzinger, Bergoglio, others at Edinburgh, uh, Holyrood Castle and uh, Carnarvon Castle in Wales, um, where these sacrificial rites were occurring of children as part of the Ninth Circle killings. Uh, and, you know, the Dutch, the Belgian, the British royal families were heavily involved in these things. So um, all of that is, is, is bringing out this other aspect, too, which is, you know, the whole cultic mass murder, you know, crime going on. They have this weird yeah. cult. They're part of a weird religious cult, and it dominates the, the wealthiest, powerful people on our planet for some reason. Now, if, the, if they're doing these agreements with China, now, does... The chi- do the Chinese participate in this cultish, weird behavior, or are we just dealing with something just as bad, the Chinese Communist Party? Well, the thing about the Ninth Circle, it comes out of the European tradition, which of course goes back to Rome. Uh, the re- this ritual sacrifice of children is a very old practice in the Roman Church, which is an extension of the Roman Empire. They um, on two days in, in February 23rd and 24th every year, the Roman, the old Roman Empire would celebrate what's called the Feast of Terminalia, and they would sacrifice children and animals to bring in a good crop. Well, that's, that, that rite has never ended. It still goes on. Um, in, uh, we, we've talked about that in previous shows and, and broadcasts. Yeah, and they the, sacrifice uh, the poorest people, right? I mean, they don't sacrifice oh yeah, well, their kids. I mean, let's just get well, somebody that we don't care about and sacrifice them because that, you know... But go ahead. Well, that's what the, the you know the purpose of of the whole uh, child trafficking network in the Catholic churches, the orphanages, the hospitals is to provide those children. Um, and you know, native children you can grab all the time because they're not citizens, but Catholic children are used routinely. That's why they have the policy of crimen solicitanus that says when these things happen, no one is to tell the police or you're, you're excommunicated. So I mean, it's all set up to protect crime at, at the highest level and child killing. But the point is about the Catholic Mass, it's based on the Satanic Mass, which says the blood of the innocent, whether it's Christ or a child, will redeem you, will give you eternal life. So it, the Catholic Mass is a Satanic Mass. That's the point. And there's, a, there's no real separation. And so, but they yeah, don't, people uh, don't understand that. They think that the blood no. of Christ was his ultimate gift to, the, to, to humanity in his love. And well, a, a, pro, a Protestant says, like or my tradition says, no, it's just a symbol of the Last Supper. Uh, the Catholics say, no, it's his literal blood 
that the priest transforms from the wine into his blood. It's a cannibalistic rite. You're literally drinking his blood and eating his flesh. So what's the difference between that and eating the flesh of a child, which is what happens in the ninth circle rituals? They do that. Um, and all these top guys are involved in it. it it's in fact, one of the conditions of remaining a pope that you take part in this ritual. And we believe that's why John Paul I was murdered in 1978, because he didn't. Uh, for one, and he investigated the Vatican Bank and their ma mafia ties, which was also a no-no. But and that's what Jimmy Boots said. Jimmy Boots said because he was working directly. I interviewed him. He was working directly with um, the first yeah. uh, John Paul Pope, and who was killed after 30 days. And he sat there. They put their arms together. Him and there was another person. And I can't remember who he said he was with. And they just they prayed in a circle to clean up the church. And yeah. then 30 days later, he was killed. Well, he was an interesting guy. His name was Albino, I think. He was from Milan. He was just a son of a poor peasant, uh, very uh, kind of down-to-earth guy. And first thing he did is he, he abolished the papal procession, you know, where they bring the Pope in on people's backs. Yeah. And he, he ordered the bishops of Italy to sell all their jewelry and open up the church to the poor. You know, so, I mean, they said, that oh, my God, a rook. He said, oh, there's a, real Christ there's a real Christian in the papal chair. Oh, my God. It's kind of like what they think of me. Get rid of this guy, right? <laughs> yeah, well, he would have been amazing. He would have brought in a new renaissance to the church. People would have flocked to the church instead. Well, don't forget, they, they can't allow that. They can't allow that ever to happen. So, you know, the people like that are... Sure. They kill them in plain sight like they did JFK as a warning. Like they had my public defrocking, the only women in United Church history. They make a public example of you to scare everyone else off. But uh, no, the point is that it's, their whole system is now teetering because all of this has come out and people are gra have gradually learned all this stuff, right? They have. They've learned. You know, the interview that I did years ago about the queen taking the children with you has gained some more traction because she died and people are yeah. learning about it. And there's people right. texting that she wasn't good. But then the mass media wants to talk about, and this is coming from the right mass media people, talking about how the queen was great and she was she's an institution and she's some, somebody that put her whole life to this and all these things. They oh, well, that's just ignorance. That's just total ignorance if they know anything about her background. Um, I agree. You know, like it's not only the murder of those 10 children, but, um, you know, the... the she, she uh, there, there's a famous, infamous picture of her as a child given the Nazi salute. Have you ever seen that one? Yeah, well, her um, father was a Nazi um, apologetist. You know, he was the one that stuttered, but her uncle was what Edward, ended yeah, up. He a, yeah, he well, ended up Hitler advocating. Was, Go ahead. Yeah, Hitler was cultivating Edward when they invaded England. If the Nazis had uh, invaded and conquered England, they were going to set him up as the puppet king. Because Edward was very pro-Nazi, and then they got they they got him to step down under the cover story of having married an American uh, divorcee. You know, I mean, just all that cover story again. But what? But I only answered. Half, it's all BS, yeah. isn't it? So yeah, much it of it is theater. Oh, yeah, so yeah. you got to get to what the truth really is. Right. And people just like deer in the headlights believe it. But go ahead. Well, they want to believe it. Don't forget, they it's do a mother want figure. to. It, they it's, want it's to, hard, yeah. It's hard with uh, with a mother figure. It's hard to get angry at her. That's why they kept her in so long. That's why they took her coffin around. It was called in the Middle Ages a progress. The king would or queen, well, the king would would go from town to town because his he didn't have any power. He depended on the local barons. So when you progress around the empire with the body, it's their way of reasserting authority because they know that Charles is such a dunderhead and complicit in this stuff. They have to distract. 
So that's what this 10 day orgy of celebration of her is all about. More fog, more distraction. But she's um, more loved. At, like you said, the mother figure. Yeah, yeah. People believe that a mother is, well, because a mother is, has pure love for their children usually, right? And so she, that's what she represents. And he doesn't represent that. People don't see that in him. So there's issues there too, in the sense that right. he's not the pure mother figure, just just our instinct. Right. Well, you know, you asked earlier about whether China's involved in these cultic things. And, and my first yes, part important. of the answer was, yeah, it's, it came out of Rome. This whole thing of the Ninth Circle is a specifically Roman European practice. But don't forget, the, the same kinds of cultic uh, sacrificial practices happen all over China as well. I mean, look at the, the organ trafficking that goes on there. Well, um, but is that just business-like versus no. part of their ritual cultural beliefs? No, it's, 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 a, a, it's a cult too, tied into the emperor worship cult. Again, you see there's a strong, the reason China and the Vatican make such natural bed partners is because they, they believe in the, the monarchy principle, just like the, the crown of England, that there should be one emperor, one ruler. Um, and that emperor has absolute power of life and death over everyone. Is that the like, head of the they, Chinese Communist Party then? They put it in different terms. They've secularized it. They they use it in you know kind of pseudo political terms, but it's still you know who was Mao? You know when you look during the Maoist uh, era, there's pictures of his head floating above the That's people, right. everyone praising him, like the, the like the emperor, like the pope, like the queen. You know it's it's the whole monarchy versus common law republic self governance tradition, which was embodied in America, and that's why they have to stamp out America very quickly. I mean, that's part of the whole agenda of, of getting rid of that republic notion that the people can govern. They're really themselves. working hard at that, and oh, that's yeah. not, we have to understand that that's what they're trying to take down. But so the the other thing is, I've been told, you know, through my research is there's, you know, of the families that are controlling the world, there's the Chinese family, and the Chinese family is very powerful in their 13 family deal. And is that what you've heard through your research? And what does that mean? Well, I go from, um, yeah, my own sources, I'm on the ground. And um, now it's not, you know, we're all touching different parts of the elephant. So just because we found one thing doesn't mean the others is false, which you get, unfortunately, people say it's my my view of reality or the That's highway, right. right? Yeah. But so no, our piece is that we don't hear about that so much. But what we do hear coming from the West Coast of Canada is that um, these, the organ trafficking has a cultic aspect to it as well. It's very much tied up with business, of course. Uh, I think I showed you once on a map how the liquid natural gas sites that China has bought up in British Columbia are exactly along the Highway of Tears where all the native families go missing. And um, I remember uh, RCMP Native Constable George Brown, who's in our film Unrepentant, um, he said when they first began to find the bodies of these women, they were all missing organs. Uh, yeah, but it's... that was swabbed out of the media and the court record, the police reports, right? You know, because uh, Triad, the Chinese mafia that are tied in with those families and the Chinese government, they run the city of Vancouver, the port, they own the police. I noticed that when they start, started doing uh, street ministry in the 1980s, I said, hey, this is weird. The drug dealing is going on right on the front steps of the Vancouver police station. Well, that's the triad guys, and the police exist to drive out the competitors, like the Latin American and indigenous gangs that are trying to get in. The police target them to arrest for the drug dealing so that the triad can 
run the drugs, run the prostitution, they own all the real estate, uh, and they're making a lot of these native families go missing to grab the resources for China, right? Well, let's talk a little bit about there being a controlled, uh, you know, a controlling group of people versus it being a, a corporatocracy system right. and there not being really a control. You know, how are they, because there are more powerful people. We've figured out that there's like 200 people that control the boards of the Fortune 500 companies. And then behind that, there's a smaller subset, right? So that we do know it's a small, small, smaller group of people. We also know there's the committee of 300, which is the wealthiest families in England. But is it, or in Europe, is it really just a group of the wealthiest families that have kind of like a shadow government going on and nobody's really running anything? Or is there a little bit more of a centralized control? It's moving in that direction. It's like wealth and power is centralizing. Nobody can deny that, really. Uh, it's kind of the logical next step in the system because big money has outgrown national boundaries. That happened all during the 20th century. The biggest economies now are corporations, not countries. Yes. And so, yeah, it's evolving towards an omni-corporation. One day there'll be one corporate structure and there'll be positions within the leadership of that. But don't forget the nature of a corporation is that it's not human. It's a machine that nobody ultimately has control over. There's no one or even group of individuals that say, okay, this is gonna that, you know, the, the, when you look traditionally at our economics, at least in the West, and some one company is trying to, you know, outbid and take over the markets and resources of others. It's a constant jungle warfare. But that's, but that's good. That's a yeah, good that's, balance of power. And nature, you need that diversity to keep things. And you find that as things centralize and get controlled more, they become more unstable. You know, all the banks now are integrated. If one bank goes down, bang, everything crashes. That's why the government intervenes more and pay off these bankers. But the point is the whole system is teetering on instability all the time. So their only answer to that is increasing control, increasing domination, hence the COVID police state, the mind control methods being used in a massive way now to keep everyone in line. But it doesn't mean that the system isn't going to head for disaster because I believe it is. And ultimately, you can't say that, that they're in charge because I think our system is out of control, like a, a, a train with nobody really at the helm. Yeah. But they have to create the appearance all the time they're in charge. Otherwise, the people might get the idea that, hey, we better take over because the system is going to crash and they can't have the people taking over. Right. Well, and that's what I think the difference is that all of this is an illusion, illusion of control. Yeah. And we have more power than people realize and mm -hmm. we can take it back. That's why culture is such a big different a deal. They're trying to change our culture because if our culture doesn't change, they can't gain what they're trying to gain. The right. culture is so important that we maintain our, our individual rights and understanding of freedom. And I love talking to you about this because you put it into a different perspective. They, people want such a simplistic view of what's going on. And mm -hmm. they go after like the quantum computer system. They put these fancy words in. And you think because there's one big quantum system that, that that's going to solve the... It's just whenever you see that, whenever you see something like that, then you know it's BS. Well, yeah. And life's complex and, you know... It, we want simple answers because of the complexity and, and uncertainty of our own lives, right? Um, and, you know, religion's based on that. Here's a simple answer. And, you know, you could say it's it's all comes out of our very human fear of death and ending, uh, which I'm very aware of now being 66. 
you know, yeah, I mean, these yeah. things, you, you realize that, that, that there's a temptation all the time to say, okay, what's the answer here? How can I have this final security? But we don't. That, you know, the, the reality is that we can all die at any moment. Uh, I love reading about astronomy, all the ways that the Earth can suddenly end. Like if there's a, a nova, supernova within 100 light years, we're going to get zapped by uh, ultraviolet radiation that's going to instantly kill every, all life on the planet. It can happen at any moment. There's no yeah, warning. That and is when kind you have of, that, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, the point is, it's like <laughs> I can die a heart in perspective, yeah. Yeah, and, and I can die of a heart attack. We can all die at any moment. I say live as if you're about to die because then every life is every moment of life is precious and you have to use it well. It's it and, and so it gives you a very a real appreciation of the beauty and the sacredness of life and our children and and all living things, right? So I you know, I think we have to view it in context. But that brings it down to a simple answer too, right? And the simple answer is um, love and appreciation for what you have, integrity, having, I always say that yeah. you can get past the mind control with spiritual grounding, being a strong person. Right. Yeah. Cause that's the only thing that seems to work is the stronger, the stronger people, the people who are stronger mentally and spiritually are the ones who are not, they don't seem to be as, as much affected by all this mind control BS. Well, that's cause we've discovered who we are and don't forget it's a, it's a process of evolution it doesn't happen overnight there isn't an instant conversion but you have to take your own experience seriously and stay at something you know um and then you realize that well there is a big illusion going on because ultimately we're not flesh you know we're soul we're an eternal soul part of the big soup and um that's really the source of all true spirituality i think and the indigenous people or traditional people are very aware of this our interconnectedness with all things, right? And how that has a higher power than the things that we've been taught to trust, which are, which come and go, right? That's right. And and so this, that spiritual grounding, it really gives you peace, I think. Yeah, and, and, and you know, that, that when you look at the meaning of the word peace, it doesn't mean um, content, it means harmony. True peace comes out of, you're in a balance and a harmony within yourself and around. And so you're not afraid of anything, right? I mean, what's, what's the worst? I get this from Native people on the street all the time. I say, come on, let's go go down to the church and hand out some flyers. A lot of people say, well, oh, what if the police show up? The, and a lot of the homeless Native people have always said, well, what are they going to do to me that they don't do already? Come on, let's go. Um, you know, when That's you pass right. that, 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 that uh, barrier of fear, what can any anyone do to you if you're in touch with your yourself, right? Yeah, I think that's that's the key. And that that is a simple answer, but it's not simple, as you say, because no. there's not. And then it's also um, there's chaos and important things going around you that you can you can go right. and try to work on, but you do it in a in a controlled, peaceful way. And I don't, I don't know how to explain it other than it's just an understanding. Yeah. Well, also, you don't worry about results. And uh, that's what I like reading in the Bhagavad Gita, the Hindu uh, holy book, uh, Arjuna, he's a warrior and, uh, he's kind of fed up with his, his whole existence of continual battle. But, uh, one of the gods, Shiva, I think comes to him and says, no, you're on your purpose. The highest purpose of a warrior is to simply follow through and not worry about results. Simply do act according to your nature, right? According to what you know is right and you have to do. And, then the answer will come one day, but you can't 
go out and seek happiness. You can't go, you've got to know really why you were put here and what your purpose is. And then you find a, a great inner joy and, and, and harmony every day because you stay on that purpose and, and things will be all right. You know? That's great. Yeah. You, you always give people an uplifting message. Okay. So how can people follow you? Um, well, I would really urge folks to, to just stay on the updates that are happening because a lot is changing every day, especially what all this, uh, you know, with, with Charlie boy, uh, you know, on the throne. I think it's great. Um, he's named after the, the King who had his head chopped off by the, by the parliament in 1649 and which passed a law that in six, March, 1649, it said the British monarchy is forever abolished. It's an act of treason to reestablish it. So the whole monarchy is illegitimate. It's, it's not a de jour power at all. And people can overthrow it and walk away from it at any point. So, Anyway, so that all of these updates are going to be happening. Murderbydecree.com. Go to ITCCS updates and republicofcanada.org are our two sites. And write to me, angelfire101. Can I ask you one more question? At protonmail.com. No. Yeah. Sure. How much power does the queen actually, or the, the monarchy actually have? Now, the media is saying that they don't have any power. They're just a figurehead. What is the truth with that? No, they uh, actually have the power to remove any government at any point through the governor general in the Commonwealth system. Australia, Canada, New Zealand, you know, all of the Commonwealth countries, they have a head of state called the governor general. And it happened in 1975. 75 in Australia, they wouldn't sign in a, uh, a treaty to allow the Americans to store their missiles there. So the Queen ordered the governor general in Australia to knock out the Go Whitlam's government, and they put in a Tory government, which then signed the treaty. So yeah, the Queen can remove any government at any point, or, or now the King, um, even though within England, he's declared a constitutional monarch, which means he can't do things on his own without the approval of Parliament. But Parliament is a figurehead. It's just a rubber stamp uh, and goes along with anything they want. So in effect, no, yeah, it's, it's like the Pope. They've got absolute power in their system. And don't forget the amount of wealth they own. You know, um, it, they're, they're, it's the, one of the richest institutions on the planet because the money is all yep. channeled. The Vatican Bank, the Bank of England, we know all that, right? Yeah, so that's what I just wanted to clarify because, you know, our media does a really good job of making people think that the monarchy is coming to an end because people don't, and they're just a figurehead and everything else. That's all bunk, isn't it? And so people just, it, it's getting the, the good information, but people have to turn off the mass media. Now, the thing is, is that not all those guys are bad. Some of them really just, they think they're putting out good information and they're not. And then there's others that are purposely putting out bad information. Right. Well, I mean, no, it, it, the thing is the, the knowledge isn't through just information, but it's from people's experiences. That's, That's what right. I say all the time. We all have an experience of the system. You've got to trust that and not, a third party that you see on the internet, anything can seem real on the internet. Um, you know, so, I mean, we just have to stick to what we know. There's, it's not a problem of, of evidence now. It's a problem of what, what you do about it. And one of the things I can mention we're doing, we've got the uh, people all over the planet now getting their town council to nullify the tax exemptions for the, the Catholic church based on their admission they've committed genocide. And that's getting that's freaking out the church. The people in Nunavut, the Inuit community, did that just before the Pope showed up. He said, no more tax exemptions for the church. Well, you know what that means? It means not only that we can seize their property and, and assets at any time, but now even the governments are beginning to switch and, and realize that 
there's some there's a, they have a vested interest in, in nullifying those privileges for the Catholic Church. Well, and they probably so, do anyways. It's like the it's like um, Disney having its own government. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, it's all illusion. Don't forget, uh, ultimately. But um, it it's, is, a deadly right. illusion. It's, a, it's a deadly illusion because they can take life. They murder people all the time and get away with it, especially children. So we have to stop that. It's that simple. Yes, we do. That's that's a line in the sand, period. Okay, well, thank you so much. And I will get this information out there. I've been publishing the the report that you put out about the Pope taking back the assets. I think you were out first. I published an article with it and that went viral. So, um, you know, you you have, you were the first one to put it out and people, you're really on top of this and people need to realize it. So that's great. And I publish what I can of what you're putting through I'm, I sometimes I miss it, but most of the time I try to republish your stuff because what you're doing is really getting information out there way before, uh, and because you got feet on the, you got people on the ground, you're you're in touch with what's going on. Well, and we're also doing something about it. We're native people are are, are seizing back Catholic That's churches. Right. They're 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 throwing them off their land. Uh, again, all of that just follow our updates at murderbydecree.com. You'll see it all there. Thank you so much, Kevin. You have a wonderful day. And thank you You for coming back. I really appreciate it. As always. Anytime. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye.